Getting split. Getting split. Getting split. Getting split ready. For my wife, God rest her soul. Oh God, I'm so sorry. No, 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 she's not dead. <laughs> We're just divorced. Unscripted and honest discussions on divorce and separation. Getting split ready. What was I supposed to tell him? I divorced you from the show. Here's your hosts, Doug Katz and Mariah Pleasant. All right, welcome everybody to the April edition of Getting Split Ready, brought to you by Keystone Mediation. Great bunch of guests today. We have Leslie Glazer, certified divorce real estate expert, real estate collaboration specialist. And then we have Megan Kinahan, personal trainer, <laughs> National Academy of Sports Medicine, USA Track and Field Level 1 coach. <laughs> Carol, certified mediator for the Center for Conflict Resolution and one of the founders of Keystone Mediation. We're going to move on now. And there's been a ton in the news lately about mortgages. And I'm so glad I got a realtor on here and I'm so glad I've got people who deal with the finances, right? Because there's a crisis management type strategy of dealing with a divorce and nothing's changed. The, the volume of stuff that people are dealing with has changed, but the options haven't. So I wanted to move the discussion over to what do you do with your home when you're in a crisis situation, right? It could be divorce. That's kind of what we're about, but, and, and a lot of people now going through the COVID thing are dealing with what a lot of our clients deal with on a day-to-day -day basis, where all of a sudden they've got less money, they're paying a lot of professionals and they can't make their mortgage payment. So I wanted to kind of open the conversation a little bit about that and just chat a little bit about what people can do when they find themselves in that situation. Yeah, I mean, I, I think one thing like what Megan touched on is, is how important it is to be mindful of your uh, surroundings, of the other people in the home, the amount of stress that we've already talked about that you go through in a divorce. Imagine being stuck in the same house as the person that you're going through this process and not able to leave right now. It's already extremely difficult with the amounts of stress, the amount of pressure that is put on you. And right now you're really stuck. Like you can't even leave if you wanted to. Um, so a lot of when it comes to like cohabitating right now while you're going through this process has actually been a lot of what my online meetings have, have been over the last two to three weeks is I'm not even helping them with their divorce right now. I'm helping them with how to deal with conflict in their homes, how to cohabitate, how to set up, like, like Megan said, the importance of a schedule. Um, one of the ones I just did last week, I was like, okay, dad, um, you know, what are your strengths? What do you like to do? What do you normally do? And he usually does the housework and he usually mows the grass and mom usually does the cooking, but mom's getting sick of doing it every day. So literally like having them talk about their strengths, their weaknesses, where they're comfortable. So I literally typed up an agreement for dad to cook two meals a week. Dad's going to help with homework one day a week to give mom a break and even set times like a one hour break for dad to get away, to go to the basement, to go outside and a one hour break for mom to get away, to go to the basement, go outside. And I literally helped them set up this schedule and I put it in the form of an agreement. It's not a legal binding document, but when somebody has something that they've agreed to on paper and it's signed by both of them, and then I told them I'm going to check out, check, check back in with them this week, I'm going to hold them accountable to that uh -huh. schedule. <laughs> Accountability. That's part of the problem. I'm sure like both Megan and Leslie are, are familiar with 
the accountability and checking back in and, oh yeah, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. You know, and then they don't. And right, right. now n- the courts aren't open. So you can't proceed with your divorce if you wanted to. A lot of people are home and not working. And there's this just extra layer of stress. So being able to help people right now with just a weekly schedule, how to deal with stress, how to do the exercise in increments, like Megan said, how to find time for yourself. You know, if it means an hour bath with your iPad, then that's what it means. And a glass of wine. And that's I had okay. this thought when Doug was talking earlier. He said hiring the right professionals in the right capacity, which I think is really important but also hiring the right professionals or working with the right professionals, maybe in the right order makes a lot of sense too, because particularly right now with everything going on, it may make more sense to talk to Doug or to talk to Leslie, even before you necessarily go down the road of an attorney, because things are kind of frozen in time right now with not being able to leave the house. So having that consultation and that information about the house early makes sense. So if I'm in the beginning of the process, um, what would I really want to know starting out, uh, Doug or Leslie or anyone? If I haven't gone to the lawyer yet, but I have my biggest asset is my house, which is most people. I don't know if I can afford to live there or if my husband's like, what do I do? What do I need to know? So besides all of the, you know, the obvious comps and all that stuff, what I've been doing the last two weeks is people are walking me through the home virtually on Zoom or FaceTime. And we're going through and seeing what things can be easily repaired or fixed Mm -hmm. that they can do. And I've been sending little YouTube videos on how to repair things, make sure you change your filters for the spring, you know, I mean, just anything you can do spring maintenance wise. And I I, uh, just met with an inspector and we did a little uh, Zoom meeting and tips you can do in the spring. The other thing I do is when we walk through, I say, okay, well, if I give them A, B, and C, and I say, well, if you want to, this is what buyers are looking for. Change your hardware and your kitchen cabinets, you know, change some lighting. Get things ready to sell. Um, things so like one thing that. that people can do right now is drive. So Leslie, how important is curb appeal right now? Huge. It is. No, it is huge because everything is virtual right now. So, um, you know, we're just starting to get in the spring with gardening and such, but there's a lot we can do. I told people to clean their windows and power wash and get the leaves off their uh, downspouts, (laughs) you know, and it's even if they don't sell, it's just a good thing to do. And it gets people, I give them a list. They love their lists Mm. and they check them off. And I give each person a project, even the kids. And they love it. I'm like, this is your project that this week, and this is what you need to do. And everyone has their their little chores. <laughs> I do have one question um, specifically, Doug, that I want to make sure you get to. Uh, I've had a lot of questions about um, forbearance. Yeah. I've had okay. clients ask what it is, first of all, but also if they put their loan in forbearance, how does that impact them in three or six or nine months when they go to sell the home or refinance or buy another home? Well, and it's a great question, and I know it really dovetails on what Leslie was talking about, is people usually think buy or sell a property or, or refinance. And we might be moving into a situation where they can't refinance because guidelines are getting extremely tight. Um, at least one major lender raised the minimum to 700 for the FICO. If you're going through a divorce, you're getting your credit cards up, 
you're now in a situation where you're probably under 700. Now that doesn't mean there aren't options, but that's the way the wind is blowing. And a lot of the realtors have been talking to says, expect a little bit of a correction as there's less buyers and things like that. So forbearance and, and other options have always been around. I had helped a lot of clients with those even before COVID. And that's the important thing to remember. This wasn't invented with the coronavirus. It was always something where you have to realize genuinely the bank does not want to take your home. When you're going through it, it might feel like they do, but they don't. And there's a lot of options to work through it. Forbearance is one of the things that's getting a huge amount in the news right now. And I would encourage anybody listening or listening to the re replay to go to our uh, blog because I've written uh, extensively about it. Because as with all the other stuff we've been talking about, friends and family are the wrong place to get information unless one of your friends or family members are a mortgage banker. Because people are getting information that, oh, it's, there's no, you know, it's forgiveness, that it's automatic deferment. And what it means is you are getting a break. But at the end of that break, you are going to have to make a payment. In a divorce setting, it might mean we're going through a divorce and times are tight right now until we figure out both households and we need six months to figure it out. A bank will probably work with you on that. But then at the end, you need to realize that you would have a situation where you might have a repayment plan. Right now, what they're talking about coming out of COVID is a six month repayment plan would be typical. I've done some research talking to different lenders, talking to different servicers. It may be 12 months. It depends on the servicer and it depends on who holds a loan. There may be options for deferment on the back end where they take what you didn't pay for three months and you're paying it on the back end. And that might be an option, but there's not a lot of good information. I'm sorry, go ahead. When they do that, do they freeze the, like, do they still charge you interest? Well, the interest builds up and then that's added to the balance. But, that is. you know, okay. the thing I tell people and a lot of what I wrote in the blog post is if you are just running about putting food on the table, you shouldn't be really worried about where your loan balance is going to be and what your credit score is going to be afterward. Like one of the options might be modification where they lower your rate or they change the terms and you're gonna to have to qualify for that potentially. And it could have an impact on your credit score. There's no good information right now coming out of coronavirus and uh, COVID-19 situation, whether or not that's gonna affect the credit score. But people have to be ready for it. But it's Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Gotta eat, gotta have shelter. Your credit score is pretty low on that, on that thing. But it takes thinking, right? It takes working with a realtor and saying, can I sell the house? How long is it going to take to sell the house? That should be integrated into whatever plan that you've got. Working with both of your mediators and figuring out, okay, how long is this going to take? You may need documentation from your mediators to go talk to a servicer when it's not COVID-19. Um, because right now, you don't even have to qualify for it. You can call up the bank and say, I want forbearance for three months. They're just going to give it to you because that's what the government said they have to do. If you're in a divorce situation, they might require you to show need. Well, showing need could be getting something from the other professionals, documenting how long it's going to take, whether it's an amicable divorce. All these things can play in to how you deal with the servicers. And the big thing to walk away with is, again, find out the information, save your documentation, come up with a plan. So it took a lot of time. I feel bad with all the guests there, but um, it's a really important thing to think about. But I think it goes back to getting all the information. Because um, I know you said briefly that they may expect a repayment plan. I don't think people are realizing that. I think people are thinking forbearance automatically taxed on the end. 
Right. If your mortgage is $2,000 a month and then you go into a six month repayment plan, then you're going to be paying $3,000 a month for those six months that you start right back up. And I don't know that a lot of people can afford that. No, and they, they, can't. they can't. They have to know the terms of that agreement before they agree to it. Right. Well, especially when they, you know, out of a job, you know, to automatically in six months have to pay more than they were paying. Right. It's right. almost the impossible. Remember, coming out of this is it's options in divorce, right? And that's where, that's why I run my practice the way I do is um, I don't think about the transaction, right? It could, a refinance for many mortgage bankers is the only way they get paid. There's other situations where advice is of value to people. And I know, you know, Leslie, you and I talked about that. That's the world you live in, Megan. And, and, and you know, it's, it's about getting those right answers because a mistake can cost you a ton of money. And that's, I think what, what this segment, what people have to walk away from this is, is find the right people, find the right credentialed professionals and get the right advice to make the right decisions. And you can do that efficiently and economically, but don't do it on the cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, I feel like it's like, that's like with anything, like even if like, let's do the simplest example, like if you're buying a pair of shoes or whatever, and you go on Amazon, if you buy the $5 pair of shoes, guess what, they're going to wear out in a week, and you're going to end up keeping buying that $5 pair of shoes that, whereas if you put a little extra money into the quality pair, that's maybe 50 bucks, but it'll last you for a year and a half, then, you know, that's, that's the better choice. It just, right. You know, you have to think big picture with all prioritization. Absolutely. Really hard to do, but if you think think a little bit further down the line and a little bit long term, then you're going to make the better investment. And another thing too is, is I always like to tell clients is I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a realtor, I can't give you advice in that area. That is some I can point you in the right direction. I can have you talk to people that do know this information, but I can't give that information to you. Um, that's not where my strength lies. That would be like, a, it's like if I stayed at a holiday and express last night, but I, you know, that doesn't make me an expert in this field. <laughs> um, so, but a lot of times people are so overwhelmed with the process. They don't even know where to turn. Right. It kind of bothers me because some of my clients who are attorneys, but are also mediators, they tend to get a little more of, as an ad, um, in an advisory role where, well, this is what the judge would say, or this is what a realtor would do. I would caution people, and, and I would tell people when you're selecting a team, when you're selecting a mediator, if someone starts telling you those kind of things, that might not be the mediator for you. The mediator for you is going to say, I am not a lawyer. I am not a realtor, but I can put you in the right direction. I can. They're not trying to be concept. all things to exactly. everyone. <laughs> because nobody is that. Nobody that I know is is, is right. the, all, the one place stop. The, the, I'm the not giving stop. you mortgage advice. I have no idea. <laughs> exactly. Right. Come stay in our lane. I want to thank our guests. Really, really appreciate you taking the time. This is such valuable information for those Thanks. listening. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, uh, our YouTube channel, Facebook. And we release our podcast on a regular basis. You can find us on the blog. If you know of somebody that this can help, share it and get the information out there. And with that, want to get through your divorce with your sanity intact. Go to Split Ready. Get some information. I love that. Thanks so much. Please feel free to reach out to us on our website uh, through the email, splitready splitready.com or the multiple other ways. Thanks so much and have a good one.